Hello there, and welcome to the Off The Grid Formula One podcast. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about all the things we've learned from pre-season testing, the cars, the drivers, what they had to say, and what we've learnt before we head into the rest of the season. We'll also be speaking briefly about the situation between Christian Horner, Red Bull, and the allegations that have been said, and we'll be looking ahead to the first race of the season in Bahrain, which is coming up this weekend. Welcome everybody to the inaugural Off The Grid Formula 1 podcast. I'm really pleased that you could join me this week and we've got a lot to talk about. Yes, the first race of the season is just around the corner. It's moments away really uh, coming up this weekend. But before we get to looking ahead to the first race, let's just have a little look back to pre-season testing and have a look at the things that happened there to help give us an idea of what might take place in the race this weekend. So first of all, let's have a look at Red Bull. I mean, after all, they are the ones who came out looking like the favourites from pre-season testing with their big radical change to their car. They seem to do quite well and the rest of the field is a little bit scared of Red Bull. And so it gives us a good idea of what to expect from them as we go forward. One of my favourite things to come out through testing is that Adrian Newey took inspiration from fighter jets to design the air intakes for that car and to get it all to work the way he wants it to. It's just such a wonderful story to hear where he's getting his inspiration from for his car. Now they weren't without their problems, I mean over the course of testing they did have a few issues but it was encouraging to see that Red Bull did very well, that they've changed direction but they've not got lost at the same time. We hope that they're only, as some people suggest, slightly ahead of the rest of the field. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't judge these things. They are what they are. But moving on to their closest rival, it emerged as Ferrari. They seem to have one of the better cars which have come out of the test. And the drivers are very happy with how stable that car is. It gives a lot of confidence to the drivers, which means that they're going and attacking harder. And they've also noticed that they've solved the problems that they were wanting to solve with this change over the winter, with the developments they've made through the winter break. So they're quite happy with what they've done with the car, that they've solved some of the tyre issues that they've had. And again, just something to be generally encouraged about, about Ferrari. They look like they've come out second to Red Bull. So hopefully they can continue that and they can be trying to take points off of Red Bull, trying to fight them for wins. Uh, Hopefully it'll just be more exciting than it was last season for them. Mercedes was a bit of a a dark horse, we could say. They never really showed their true pace through pre-season testing. And we found that they've made some good technical innovations, uh, including that front wing, which has been given the green light. If you haven't seen the Mercedes front wing is very, very different. And it skirts what is really allowed with the regulations but does conform to the letter of those regs and the wing itself has been approved for use this season doesn't mean that it can't be protested doesn't mean that the FIA may decide through this season that it's against the spirit of the regulations and they may cancel it going forward but definitely we haven't seen what Mercedes really have and most probably that's because they yet haven't fully dialed in their car because they've done so much of a change it's hard to get it right. Teams like Red Bull, they've made a change, yes, but they still have a very good platform and base to work from, so they can quickly dial in their car. Mercedes completely changing direction means they don't necessarily have a complete handle on this car. So it'll be interesting to see that once we get into the first few races, truly where the Mercedes lies on pace. McLaren had a bit of a quiet test. They didn't really, you know, they seemed quite strong, but it, it didn't really make any huge leaps forward. 
uh, in the sense of we, we weren't making headline lap times, not that we pay attention to that. But they just seemed quite quietly confident. Had a few issues and niggles, but all the teams do. And yeah, it was quite good to see the McLaren doing well. Aston Martin, again, another team who seemed like they've done okay. Uh, I think for them, because they've, last season they did so well when they come out of pre-season testing, they were so far ahead. You know, to come out and just be doing okay, fairly solid, is a bit of a disappointment when they were doing basically what Ferrari did last season. So yeah, for them it's a bit disappointing, but it is what it is for most of the teams. Visa were the other uh, team which looked very strong coming out of the test as well. Probably going to be heading the midfield in the role that Alpine was in last season. Alpine looked like they're nowhere. Considering they're a works team with a works Renault engine, their car looked just a handful. It looked like they didn't really know what they were doing with it. So Alpine are one to sort of be concerned about this season. Haas did a lot of work to mainly on their long run pace to try to solve their tyre degradation issues, which they believe that they have done, which will be good. Hopefully they won't be right at the back. We don't want to see another season where Haas just aren't doing anything. And uh, yeah, we had Williams. Williams had lots of problems through the test, which is concerning. And the things they said about their car, they believe they've solved most of the problems they had last season, but apparently they believe they've made new ones. They're hoping to turn these new issues into strengths, but there's no guarantee they can do that yet. But yeah, just that's a bit concerning that they've discovered a whole new bunch of issues with this new car. And yeah, uh, who does that leave? Mercedes, McLaren. I always forget one. Let's have a look at my testing notes. Stake. That leaves stake. Yes, stake were... They were all okay, so they were okay. It was a bit all over the place. Uh, I don't know about stake with a what to believe. The biggest problem I have for stake is that they need to be doing a lot better than they are. At the end of the day, they're meant to be Audi in a few seasons' time, and we're not seeing the progress that they should be making, really, going forward. And so, to for them to just have an okay test, but with you know, not really anything stellar, and they're going to be probably towards the back of the field. They really need to be making progress. For Audi, because there has been some news about Audi losing interest in stake as a as a project, Sauber as a project, and potentially thinking about selling. That's concerning for Sauber. They don't want to lose that massive sponsorship because it's obviously their future going forward. And uh, this is what I hate about companies like Audi coming in and then making big shouts about how great they're going to be, and then after two seasons before they're even actually in the sport, pulling out is just disappointing. It's not really what we want as fans. We want to see teams coming in and and taking on the challenge of sticking with Formula One and making it work. Yeah, so it is it's disappointing really. So that really sums up pre-season testing. We're quite excited to see where we go from what we've seen into the first race. But just before we get on to the first race, I just wanted to speak a little bit about the things that are going on with Christian Horner at Red Bull. Uh, there's a lot of news coming out about the allegations that are go- going on there. And there's people are stating all sorts of things that he's done, allegedly. Everything from indecent stuff all the way down to he's quite an aggressive boss, which I think we all know he most probably is um, quite aggressive. Because at the end of the day, they're in a competitive sport and he's trying to get the best out of everybody. And I'm not commenting on what's happened because... I don't know what's happening. I'm only seeing the news reports like everybody else. But it really annoys me when I see people saying things like, oh, Red Bull are having a team meeting outside of their um, motorhome today and they're announcing that they're definitely announcing that Christian Horner is going to be stepping down tomorrow. Well, it hasn't happened. Why would they do it in front of everybody walking past? They would do it privately, I would imagine. 
Uh, why we jump into conclusions? Why can't we just wait until the investigation reveals what it's going to reveal, rather than trying to come up with sensational clickbaity headlines just to get some views and attention? I mean, any legitimate news source are waiting to see what the investigation reveals before they jump to any conclusions. Yes, I know, we all want to know what's going on. We all want to, to know what's happening with Red Bull, what's happening with Christian Horner, but we don't need to be jumping to conclusions to try to figure out everything that's happening. It's not It's not worth that. Let's just let, the, let it be what it's going to be. Let them complete their investigation. When they reveal the findings, then we can start commenting on what's happening and you know on the results of it whether Horner keeps his job loses his job at the end of the day I don't know this man none of us really do and uh, we should reserve judgment and not condemn somebody until this has been resolved but yeah it just annoys me when I see so much in the news about Christian Horner that oh this guy's going to replace him and this is happening and he's definitely losing his job but we don't know that we don't know that until the investigation has been completed so why don't we just let it run its course that's my little my little rant for this podcast (laughs) Okay, um, before we look ahead to the race this weekend, I just wanted to talk to you about Fanatics. Now, Fanatics.com, they're really fantastic. I ordered some stuff from them just last season, and you get some really great merch, high-quality, officially licensed Formula One team wear and merchandise. Now, the reason I bring this up is because they're doing a up to 50% offer at the moment if you use the code ONSIDE. There's a link if you want to go down to the show notes here, you can go and have a look at that. They're doing 50% off. I don't know what's included. I don't know whether they've got all the new team merch on there, which you can go and, and see uh, whether you can find something for your favourite team. Yeah, so they've got their team merch there for you, and you can go and have a look. I don't know what's included in the 50% off offer, but they do have an awful lot of last season's uh, team wear, some popular items from years gone by. You can get yourself some really great discounts on some excellent team wear. So I'd recommend going, having a look at fanatics.com up to 50% off. If you use the code onside, the link is in the show notes. And thank you for supporting them because that also supports the podcast. So we've got the first race of the season. Are you excited for the first race of the season? I'll tell you, I am. Can't wait. Can't wait to see the cars going on track, racing competitively. Because it's one thing to see them going around in pre-season testing and shakedowns. It's another thing to see the cars going around and competing against the others. Anything can happen. Red Bull looks strong, but we really don't know until they're on track how things are going to work out. So it's going to be really exciting to see the cars finally on track, in anger, going and attacking the track in Bahrain it's a good track for the first race of the season and we're finally going to get some answers to some of the questions about where the order lies who's done well who hasn't when they really turn the engines up and really go racing that's when we really get to see how things work out but yeah it's very exciting to to go there and see who's going to be best Uh, are we going to do a prediction should we do some predictions I think for qualifying, let's not do... Well, we'll do the qualifying and then we'll do the race. If you want to share your your predictions, please do so. You can email me at lawrence at offthegridf1.co.uk and give me your predictions for who's going to get pole and then we'll do the podium. Okay, so I think at this first race, you can't, you can't deny that if Ferrari are looking as strong as they are, the Claire is going to get another pole to his name. I mean, Ferrari, they do look strong. They've sacrificed a bit of one lap pace, but if the car's more drivable, as Leclerc says it is, 
yeah, I think he's going to come out on top there. And then the podium, uh, third. Third, I'm going to put Sainz. Second, Leclerc. And first, I have to go with Max Verstappen. That's my order for this uh, Bahrain Grand Prix. Uh, and I don't know whether that's going to work out to be true. I kind of hope it's not. I want to see something a bit more exciting. But obviously, we won't know until we actually get to the race. So yeah, let me know your predictions for what you think will happen in this race. Yeah, let me know that in an email. Yeah, that'll be fantastic to hear what you think. And yeah, but just one other thing we need to note about the race this weekend. Please, please set it on your calendars. It is on Saturday. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, is the race order for this weekend. Make sure you write it down. And it's the same for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix for the next week. I'll remind you of that in the next podcast. But yes, <laughs> Friday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday are the days for the race this uh, for the race weekend. It starts in midweek this week. So make sure you mark your calendars. Don't miss the race because obviously none of us want to. And we'll be watching the race on Saturday, wherever you are. I mean, obviously, that depends on what part of the world you live in, because you might be getting it on Friday or you might be getting it on Sunday. But yes, definitely don't forget that. And so, yes, that brings me to the end of my inaugural podcast. About 15 minutes, that's all right, isn't it? I'd like to thank everybody for coming and listening. It means the world to me that you're here. Uh, again, check out that link for fanatics.com come if you would like to get yourself some team swag you can do that there that's the wind (laughs) we'll wait for that to pass yes check out the link for fanatics.com if you want to get yourself some formula one team swag you can do that there Uh, if you want to support the show make sure you like make sure you follow make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast capture you're using and uh, yeah share it if you want to and you can also, if you want to keep the lights on, keep things running here, uh, you can contribute and support the show by donating at Buy Me A Coffee, and you can chuck in a quid if you want to. Nothing, if it, you, just if it fell out of your pocket and you wouldn't notice, that's the perfect amount if you feel inclined to do so, but don't, if you don't have to. I just love talking about Formula One. It's like a dream come true of mine to start a podcast I've always wanted to do. I've been an avid podcast consumer and to be able to add something into the world of podcasting for me is absolutely huge and I love it and I've been really enjoying this process so let me know if you have any comments on the podcast if you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts I'm going to read them out not all of them I'll read one out next week so make sure to leave a five-star review if you want your comments to be read out you can reach me at lawrence at offthegridf1.co.uk if you have any comments about the podcast if you want to ask any questions again we'll read out any questions next week in an audience question section next week so yeah please do uh, interact with me because that'll be great i'd love to hear your thoughts and yes thank you for very much for listening to this first off the grid formula one podcast i look forward to talking with you after we've seen the race in bahrain this weekend